Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Well Trevor, it's another week of Retro Bliss and we finally ran out of ideas. Yeah, our skit at the start of every episode is a highlight or low light, depending yeah. on how you look at it. That's true. Yeah. But I, I've got nothing. I don't. I can't think of anything for this game that would fit. But hey, you know what? What? Um, I just went to a grocery store the other day. Uh huh. And uh, well, let me show you. I found this Super Mario cereal. Yep. With Mario on the back, it says it's mixed berry cereal with marshmallows. See, I mean, I know it's weird, but I was just thinking maybe we could just forget the skit and just eat some cereal. I'm willing to try it if you are. Yeah, open I'll, it up. You go ahead. All right, fine. So Super Mario cereal. Mixed berry cereal with something something. Marshmallows. We're about to try this for the first time. Neither of us have tried this. You think it's going to taste like Mario? I don't know what Mario tastes like. Probably mustache. <laughs> it's, all, it's all mustache. Oh, it smells good. It honestly smells pretty amazing. Ain't gonna lie. Here, pour your hand down. <laughs> pour my hand down? Okay. Yeah. Alright, that's enough. Yeah, enough, alright. Got some marshmallows and they look like stars. The cereal, the rice cereal itself looks like stars. Yeah, I got a couple of uh, Oh god! Let's <laughs> <laughs> build it everywhere. <laughs> I only got one marshmallow and all that. Uh, okay, the the uh, the rice parts have a little berry taste to them. Pretty good. I don't know, this actually might be great with some milk. We're trying this dry, by the way. We don't have milk with it. Mm -hmm. The rice part is exactly like, um... What is that cereal? Captain Crunch. Cheerios. Cheerios. Mine's got a little bit of berry to it. Are you going to taste some berry? Yeah. Maybe I'm just smelling it as I'm thinking it. The main cereal part is like Cheerios with a little bit of berry. Yeah. The berry, I assume, comes from the marshmallows. I'm going to try marshmallow. I got a one-up mushroom. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. I think this would be pretty great milk. <laughs> it's not overpowering. It's just, uh, if you can imagine Cheerios with a berry splash. Yeah. Not bad. With marshmallows thrown in. Sorry, I spilled it everywhere. But, um, you know. I give this cereal. Now, keep in mind, we tried it dry. We didn't have any milk with us. I think if we put this in milk, it would definitely help my score a, a bunch. Mm -hmm. But considering, I'm going to give this easily a seven and a half, honestly, for taste. It tastes pretty dang good. What about you? I give it a seven for flavor and another half point because it's Mario. Okay, so then seven I'm, and a half. I'm going to line up an eight then because it's Mario. Fine. So this cereal uh -huh. is, uh, is approved uh, by... A podcast we listen to. Yes, this gets terrible. Uh -huh. So what's that podcast called? Let's force it. Retro Blist! <laughs> Yeah, we literally couldn't think of a skit, so we said, hey, let's try the cereal we haven't tried yet. 
Yep. That's what happened. That's exactly a cereal, how it went down. A cereal that you told me is going for like 15 bucks a box. Yes. <laughs> why, is, so, why would people do that? So my wife, this is worth telling. By the way, welcome to Retro Bliss. Oh, yeah. Your weekly game-by-game retro gaming podcast. Yep. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Townsend. And I'm Trevor Franklin. But quick story. Yeah. My wife laughed at me because I got a box from Amazon the other day. And it was two boxes of the Super Mario cereal. <laughs> so this stuff's selling for 10 plus dollars on eBay because apparently people are not able to find it. Amazon had it for like $3.14 a box. Yeah. So I ordered us both one. And I very much appreciate it. That box is going to get eaten. It's pretty yeah. good. So. Welcome to Retro Blast. Yeah. Cereal. Uh, thanks. <laughs> if we had our own cereal, it wouldn't taste near that good. No. It would be just. Be very salty. Salty. Like tears. Yeah. Yeah, because we cry in every box. Mm-hmm. That's, a, mm-hmm. that's your guaranteed. That's your place mm-hmm. guarantee. It's like raisin bran, yeah. triple the tears. Yeah, we cry mm-hmm. in every box. Mm-hmm. That's a, you, you can literally taste our, our sadness <laughs> with every bite. It'd be Richard Bliss Crunch. Taste the sadness. Taste the sadness. Mm-hmm. With every bite. All right, well, thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. We very much appreciate it. We're going to try to have some energy. I think both of us are quite tired, it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really fair because we spent. A total of six hours last week. Oh, gosh. On 41 horrid, horrid Genesis clone games. Yes. And so we consciously decided we're not going to play a bad game this week. Spoiler we, alert. Yeah, we after we did that, we, our legit conversation was, let's not play a bad game this time. Let's play something that we know will be good. So right. you suggested this game, and I said, let's make it a Sega game. Because we just did all those really terrible clone Sega games. It seemed fair to the Genesis. Yeah. Because the Genesis is a system both you and I both love quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So let's show it some love this week after... Uh, I'm, well, I'm not blaming Genesis for those ones from last week. They really... But you know what I mean. It really, they had nothing to do with the Genesis. I do blame Sega and that they licensed at games to make this stuff without yeah. checking what they're doing. So technically... Yeah, we've already been over this. But listen to last week's episode. It's interesting. Yeah, that's a good word for but it. But this week, Johnny, what are we covering? We're covering a game called Gunstar Heroes for that's the Sega right. Genesis. Now, uh, real quick before we get into this game, uh-huh. uh, quick Patreon shout out. Go to Patreon, look up RetroBlist, and if you so choose, uh, throw us a few bucks a month. We'd very much appreciate it. There's all kinds of perks you can get from that. Also... As I try not to make a bodily function over the air there, uh-huh. which I failed because I brought it up. Right. However, uh, also, uh, I think in the very near future, we may actually start having some merch. Well, some merchandise. Me. Yeah, I meant to tell you sooner, but <laughs> <laughs> with what we're making right now, I'll be interested to see what this merch could be. <laughs> yeah. All the money's going to the merch, so we're going to be able to make one t-shirt a month. Yeah. So they're going to be limited edition t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> one of us will have the t-shirt, I guess. <laughs> yes. Very limited edition. Uh, they're going to go for about uh, 12 bucks on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, there's still time this month if you donate on Patreon. To vote uh, for a March game. We're going to cover a game this month, and you're going to pick it. That's right. So uh, go on there, donate, and vote. That's right. Now, Gunstar Heroes. Trevor, obviously this is a game that I definitely had heard of. I mean, it's one mm-hmm. that people bring up every so often for the when they're talking about the Genesis. Mm-hmm. However, I know very little about it, and today was the first day I actually ever got to play it. What about you? Well, I was surprised when you told me you hadn't played it, but I think I know why. Unfortunately, well, this game came out in 1993, by the way, by Treasure, published by Sega. 
And being a later Sega Genesis game, and the fact that we rarely got games when they were brand new, I don't think I got this game until about the era of the PlayStation 1 and Sega Saturn. Maybe even when N64 was out already. So basically what that means is, we were probably moved on to those games when I finally picked this up. And so I knew it was something special. I knew it was great. But I think I actually got it when I bought my Sega Nomad. And so it's just not one... In our golden era, when you would come over and we would play, you know, Turtles and Sonic and all these other great Genesis games, this one, unfortunately, was a few years later for us. That is, so, that is kind of sad because yeah. it's a two-player co-op game. It's right up our alley. And we love game. those. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, uh, hey, at least we got to play it today. That's right. Or at least I got to. I mean, you've played it before. Now, <clears throat> should we even talk about... You actually have the box and the manual for this. Yeah, when I got this game, it was not an expensive game. I'm pretty sure I got it in a lot with my Sega Nomad, which, by the way, didn't work right. <laughs> and a bunch of lousy, well, not lousy, but cheap sports games. And then a few really good games. And they are all boxed with manuals and everything. And I think I paid not a whole lot for the whole box. So, yeah, I actually have the manual and the box and everything. And um, we'll get into later. But that's, it's not a cheap game now. Uh, just FYI. Well, the only reason that I brought that up is because we were... Usually when we actually have access to the manual, we just try to read the story and stuff, but it's kind of pointless in this case. <laughs> the story, honestly, in this game is overwrought, I would say. It's not important. <laughs> uh, the gist is, the characters all are all just named after colors. Like, yeah. We're red and blue. That's right. There's yellow, and, and green has been kidnapped and forced to do the will of this evil empire. The main boss looks like M. Bison from Street Fighter, sort of. There's a lot of characters in this game that I felt look kind of close to other characters from right. other games. We're not trying to belittle the story, but it really, it's kind of hard to follow, and it doesn't matter once the game starts. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get into graphics real quick, because yeah. this kind of falls into graphics. A lot of the character designs. Uh, I could, My first question to you was, uh, Red and Blue, the two main characters. Yep. That's who the two that's who you will play as the players. Um... Uh, are they supposed to be kids? Are they children? I've, they sound really young. Yeah. Like little and they, kids. And they look young. But they have guns and they're shooting everything. So I don't know. So they kind of look like they're about eight years old. Yeah. They look but very young. On the box, they look like they're eight to ten years old, honestly. Yeah. They really um, do. I think it's just the art style, but they do look like little kids. That's what I couldn't decide. Because, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, especially like when you get into your Japanese art and that sort of stuff. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the styles, it's like a chibi style. It's like yeah. a cute style. So that's what I was trying to. Wa- that's why I was wondering. I couldn't really tell. Well, this is very. That's a good point. It's a very stylized game. Yeah, it really it, is. I would say it's sort of anime influenced, but in a very tongue in cheek kind of way. Oh yeah, very much. This game, I think this game has a a great uh, personality. Is that a good way to put it? Oh yeah, it's got a lot of personality to it, which we, me and you both, very much appreciate. Because growing up, we didn't look great. We uh, we can only uh, get dates because of personality. Right, we got bound personality. That's the only thing yeah. that got us through our lives. The that's why it's only uh, two scoops of our tears instead of three in every box yeah. of Richard <laughs> Plus cereal. Wait five years for that. <laughs> yeah, the this game is sort of a. Uh, I feel like it's a game that could have only been on the Sega Genesis. Of course, that's not true, but it just feels like a Sega Genesis game. Yeah. The colors are just really, honestly, well, it's Treasure. Um, if you know any other games they made. <laughs> We've covered one on the show, McDonald's Treasureland Adventure. Which I, I remember liking quite a bit. It, was it the too gem. had personality to it. Yeah, it was it was the gem of the McDonald's episode we did. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me of like the colors pop almost like Sonic 2. Like yeah. it's just a very 
despite being very action packed and crazy, it's a very colorful game. Um, and I, I uh, kind of getting back to what I say into the character designs. I really, really like the style of this game and how yeah. the games and how the characters looked. So this is not me trying to belittle it, but I feel it's fair to bring out to me a lot of those characters. And of course, I don't know how this game was made. I don't know who made it. This is just me t- saying what I think they look like. Mm-hmm. One of them, obviously, to me, looked a lot like Bison from Street Fighter. Yeah, I think he's, he's called boss. he's called something else in is Japan. Just... I think he's called Vega in Japan or something Maybe. like it. Anyway, the main boss from Street Fighter. Yeah, that's it's who he looks like. At one point, I could have sworn this one guy looked a little bit like Shredder from Ninja Turtles. You only kind of, as far as we got, you only got to see the back of him. But he had the cape, he had a helmet, and two shoulder pad type things. He looked a lot like Shredder to me. Uh, there's a yeah. couple other ones that we weren't sure of. One of them looks like a really strangely drawn, stylized Guile from Street Fighter to me. Yeah. But uh, but that's just saying that and getting that out of the way. I honestly, as many are both artists, <laughs> yeah. I honestly really enjoyed the art style of this game quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's got so much personality. Like in the very first level we played, um, it's like this village, but all the villagers are like the size of ants. Yes. They're like little people, but they're the size of ants. So they're running around screaming. The bad guys you're shooting, sometimes you feel bad for them because they just come in waves. And sometimes they're like, uh, on the minecart level, they're hanging on for their lives. Yeah. And the but guy that looks like M. Bison is just slinging them out the window. There's like all kinds of little... It feels like there's little stories within the stories that could be told with this game. Yeah. Honestly, as you go through it. You get the sense that, despite being a run-and-gun shooter, you get the sense that there's a world here. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting that way. Now, Um, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, was there ever any sequels to this? I should have looked this up more closely. I think the Sega Saturn game Guardian Legends, I don't know if it's considered a sequel, but it's sort of a spiritual successor. Yeah. I have the Japanese version of that game, which we need to play it for the show because the English version is stupid expensive. But it's it's almost like a... It mixes almost... I don't want to say it's like River City Ransom, but it mixes some light RPG elements in with beat-em-up action. Yeah. So it's sort of like this, but even more story-oriented. That's a really good comparison to me. Yeah. I didn't think of that until you just said it. So no, technically, I didn't think of it, but I'm just agreeing oh, okay. with you. But however, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is... Uh, our to this day, I go back and play River City Ransom ever since we played it because yeah. I absolutely love that game. Oh yeah, uh, but it's if they had thrown that into this game, I'd probably been head over heels for this game. If yeah, they, this could have been that if they would have added that to it, like the style and all that would have worked with it still. If they would have brought added River City Ransom elements, sort yeah, of, yeah. would if they would have made River City Ransom uh, next generation title. This could have been it if they would have added that to That's it. That's true, yeah. To me. Because the style kind of felt that. There's a lot of little humorous little parts in it that mm-hmm. are happening. I'm, honestly, yeah. I, that's, a, that's a good comparison. And I think graphically, besides the charm, the thing to know about this game is I think this was Treasure saying, hey, look, we can do a lot with the Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. Like, this was a show-off piece for the Sega Genesis. You know, when we reviewed, uh, oh, what's that game? I mentioned it every Oh, yeah, Donkey Kong Country. No, I never heard of it. <laughs> When we reviewed it, I mentioned that it was sort of, Nintendo was basically pumping money into Rare, looking for a game to rejuvenize the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I don't know if this was quite the same thing, but I could see it being that way. Because it came out late in the Genesis life, and it's like, holy cow. I mean, I think it's kind of common knowledge now, the Super Nintendo was, for the most part, a more powerful system. 
But I think there's some things going on in this game that the Super Nintendo wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. Because it's just some things that really... I don't even know what's... Uh, parallax scrolling, I think it's called. There's elements that really look 3D. Bless processing. Bless processing. Yeah. If you played Vector Man, you know how he almost looked 3D. Oh, that's another one to say. Uh, yes. One of the characters looks like Vector Man. <laughs> yes, one of the bosses looks like a giant version of Vector Man. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff like that in this game. It's just a graphical... Excuse me. This is a great podcast. Wow. It's probably going to be the worst episode ever. How do we have anybody... Why does anybody listen? Yeah. Go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. <laughs> but besides the charm and the vibrant colors and the nice-looking backgrounds... Of us. This, just on a technical level, is like crazy pushing the hardware. Oh, yeah. Like, there's bosses that are made up of... They look like 3D uh, polygonal shapes. There's rotating. Uh, towards the end, there's a boss... Where it's, it's almost like jump rope is slinging these yeah. balls at you, but it's going around the screen like 360 degrees, and it really looks like it's coming at you, which is impressive for a 2D game machine. Yeah, it, it, honestly, there's a lot, and there's a lot going on screen a lot of the times at the same oh time. Oh my goodness! And the Genesis seems to handle it pretty well. It does. This is this is not. I can't think of a game on the Genesis that probably pushed the hardware harder than this one. It's just got a ton going on, crazy effects going on. Almost to the point, I don't know if this is graphics or gameplay, but I'm going to mention it now. Almost to the point, this is an assault on your senses. There's a lot happening coming yeah. at you at once. Yeah. Um, it's kind of both, so I'll let, I'll let it pass. Yeah. So let's go ahead. So we're both saying this game looks great. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a technical showpiece, and it's got cool art yeah. and charm at okay. the wazoo. So sound and music. Again, I think this game does a great job with both, especially the music. Mm -hmm. uh, it really does a great job of setting the mood, I think. Mm -hmm. They did really good with that. Uh, I could go back and listen to the soundtrack again. None of them are really standing out to me majorly, but uh, I felt when I was listening to it, the music was good enough for me to come back and listen to it again. Oh, yeah. I think the thing is, the music is excellent, but there's so much going on that it's hard for any individual track to stand out. Yeah. Because there's explosions constantly. <laughs> so I don't think the music stands out as much as it would if this were, say a Sonic game where you're just running left to right, basically. Yeah. Um, but it's very, very good music. I'm like you though. I'm honestly having a hard time picking out one track because there was always so much going on. You don't really have time to think about the music. Yeah. But it's very, very good. Yeah. It's really, really good. So, uh, the gameplay is the biggest thing about this game. This is a run and gun type of game. Contra. Uh, like co yes. Very much like Contra. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we, full disclosure, we played it on easy. And, yeah, and I'm going to mention that. Yeah. Well, I think let's go ahead and let's just say it now. Okay. Uh, if you play it on easy two-player, it's still fairly difficult because we didn't, spoiler alert, we got fairly far in it, but we didn't beat it. We got it. to the very, very end. Yeah. But we didn't beat it. Yeah. Uh, however, if you uh, if you put it on, what, did you put it on normal? Is that all you did? That, I tried it on normal because I remember the game being different. Yeah. And when you put it on, yeah, you can go and explain it if you want to. If, when you put it on normal... Uh, the way that this game kind of adds difficulty, just from what I was looking at, we mm -hmm. played just one. You played through just one stage as a single player. After as a single that, player, yeah. normal. Uh, it, it just uh, they kind of the bosses especially have more attacks to them. Right, the village is the first. You can select the levels in any order you want to. The first four levels, sort of like Mega Man, but the first level we played when we played through the game or to the end of the game was the village level, and. There's multiple bosses in every single level. And even the very first boss, when we played two-player on easy, 
Um, it was just like an asparagus shoot sticking out of the ground, <laughs> yes. waving around at us. Yes. It really didn't pose any threat at all. We just sat there and shot it till its vitality was yeah. depleted. Yeah. But I thought, this doesn't feel quite like I remember it. So I went back and played it on normal, and it tells you before the boss even starts what moves it's going to yeah. have. So when I played it on normal, it's dropping giant caterpillars, it's dropping white exploding balls. Even the very first boss has some challenge to it. Yeah. Um, and then like the next boss has... Every single boss <laughs> has added attacks and challenges if you play on normal or hard. Yeah. Now, I will say this game definitely excels way more as a two-player game than a one-player game. That's where it really shows how much fun it can be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd play this by myself. I mean, I still think this would be a fun game by yourself. Oh, yeah. But, however, uh, is this game really shines as a two-player, and I would definitely play it more as a two-player than a one-player by far. Because it's a true co-op game. It's um, yeah. In fact, there's certain parts where... I think it's a different game if you play two-player. I mean, I guess we're kind of skipping around, but that's okay. Towards the end of the game, it actually turns into like a 2D space shooter. Yeah. And if you're playing with two players, one of you controls the ship and like the secondary weapon, and the other controls the main weapon. Right. But you can also, both of you can use the boost ability, which is like how you dodge attacks. And so if you coordinate, it really makes it a different experience. Uh, you can also throw each other into enemies, and it doesn't hurt you, right. technically. <laughs> That's a love and hate. I have a love and hate with that move. Yeah. Uh, probably more hate than love, because I feel like I got hurt more than I should have. But it's still kind of cool that you can throw things in this. Also, uh, this game, I feel, takes chances. And by that, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going through this game thinking it's going to be all Contra-like all the way, but it yeah. will change things up. I mean, it has like an R-type situation like you were just describing. Yeah. At one point, it flat out turns into a rolling dice board game. Oh, Literally. Yeah. I know that sounds weird and strange, uh-huh. but it does. And it makes it work. It all fits into this universe. It all None of it seems out of place to me. Because it's so wacky. Yeah, it yeah. does. You know what? They solved the problem to me of the uh, the boss grind that most beat-em-ups have. This isn't a beat-em-up. But basically, the board game level you're talking about is a bunch of boss fights, right. more or less. But because they do it in such a unique way, it's like like you have a dice that rolls one to three. It's a six. It's, it's a, a six-sided dice that only rolls one to three, yeah. period. Um, <laughs> in fact, I noticed it doesn't look like it even has a four, five, or six on it. Fairly certain it don't. But, for example, if you know there's a hard boss two spaces away, you're like, oh, please don't roll a two. Please don't roll a two. Oh, it's a two. Um, so it, it, it's it's a fun way to do like a boss rush mode. Um, I actually really enjoyed that, despite the mm-hmm. fact that a couple of times I felt cheated. Yes. But I did enjoy it. I like that. It's so unique. That's what I like about this game, is that it really does take chances like that. And I guess we should mention, from the get-go, you have two modes. Free shoot or fixed. I chose fixed, and Johnny chose free shot. I think I chose wrong. Uh, in fixed mode, you have to stop to shoot. And so it sort of allows for more precision, but you're always moving this game. Yeah. So free shot is the way to go as far as I'm concerned. I agree with you 100%. Also, from the start, you have another choice, and that's which of four weapons you start with. Um, and I wrote those down. You have the force, which is just regular bullets, sort of like the regular Wars, shot in Contra. Yeah. Contra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the lightning, which is a straight laser. The chaser, which are stars that home on the enemies. And the flame, which is a flamethrower. Right. However, one of the big things about this game is you can mix and match two weapons at a time. And it really opens things up. Like the homing mm-hmm. one, for example, is what I, I picked. And it's pretty good by itself. 
However, if you mix it with like the fire one, which is the one I like to do, it really, really upped its game quite mm-hmm. a bit. Or uh, just, it was kind of fun in a way mixing and matching those just to see what yeah. kind of weapon you'd get out of it. I was reading somebody saying that, the, I think they were saying the way they go is the lightning with the chaser. But I didn't enjoy that at all because it was just like a little laser beam. I felt like I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. It felt it felt kind of lazy, I guess. It did. And I'm not saying it's not effective. I didn't enjoy that. However, I like the the straight up regular bullets, they call it force, with the homing. To me, that felt best. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, if you don't have a homing weapon, on some of the bosses, I don't know how you're going to stand a chance on normal difficulty. Some of the bosses, though, it also kind of hurts you. So it kind of depends. That's true because the homing, and this is not a flaw. I think it's completely intentional. The homing is sort of like experimental. <laughs> yeah. Like experimental weaponry. Because sometimes it'll home in on stuff you don't want to shoot and you don't care about. Um, so the enemy's knocking you around and it's homing in on this little box. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny. But yeah, just experiment with them. Um, I think mixing the homing with any of the other weapons is worth trying. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I agree. Also, if you just like, say you just double up on the lightning weapon, then it just like makes it a more powerful version of that same weapon. So altogether, there's 14 weapons if you mix all the combinations which is pretty impressive that's pretty awesome um also there's really a lot there's a lot to this gameplay for a contra type game because in addition to that there's a pretty healthy amount of almost beat em up like moves um you can throw enemies just like you can throw each other you can slide into enemies which is actually really effective for the little goonies yeah the goonies you can, if you press the jump button twice, uh, I did like a kick and you did like a belly flop. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot going on and these melee moves are really well worth doing. Like it's not just thrown in there. For the regular day-to-day bad guys, they're really worth doing. Whew. Um, I guess that's it for the core gameplay. Um, but like Johnny said, I think what makes it special is just the way it mixes that up in the levels. Yeah. Like the second level we played, the minecart level, what what stood out to that about you? Uh, I don't know. It just felt like... I like the fact that we're getting throw each other for once. <laughs> That's true, because the throw button is just the shoot button. So what, if you get near each other, you're going to throw. <laughs> what, stood out, what really stood out to me the most about this game, and it involves the, that level at the same time, we kind of already addressed this a little bit, is the little side things that are happening as you're mm-hmm. playing. That that level is the same level where the one of the bosses, the bison guy, is throwing out his guys yeah, at, <laughs> as, you. at you to try to get you away from him because his trains are starting to blow yeah. up. So little things like that would happen. Another another point, uh, <clears throat> the little there's like little mini guys, like they're really small. Yeah, little and villagers. and uh, he's berating this one like he's getting all over this one. For something, there's no actual voices and and anything like that. You're just kind of basing it on whatever you think it is, <laughs> and and it goes off screen. You go, oh, I think I see it, but but then all of a sudden he's running away from like his whole arm of those little guys that are chasing him. <laughs> so yeah, there's all kinds of little things that are happening, and I really really love that about this game. It's I love the way it does. It, it doesn't stop and usually do a full cutscene. Instead, the humor's happening while you play. Yeah, I love that. Um, Which is not easy to do. I don't think no. And it really mixes up the tropes. Like the minecart level is almost like a mix between Donkey Kong Country and maybe the Battletoads hovercraft level. Or Ninja Turtles. Or Ninja Turtles. Surfboards. Except you're like shooting the whole time. So like I think that's why the homing weapon is such a big deal in this game. Yeah. Because you're shooting the whole time while you're dodging and jumping. It almost to me 
feels at points as much like a, a space shooter, a shoot 'em up, like your R types, as it yeah. does a Contra type game at times. Right. I'd agree with that. Well, is there anything else you want to say before we get into our final scores? I guess just to mention a few of my favorite parts, are <laughs> like the minecart level where you're chasing the train down. I thought that was really clever. Um, uh, what's the one? I'll shoot. Oh, the space level where you're cooperating together. That's yeah. just so unique. Um, I like the way it mixes things on their head. You can walk on the ceiling at various points. Just, uh, just it mixes things up really well. That's that's the that would be the thing that I really liked about this game too, is that just as just as it's starting to feel a little repetitive or boring, they'll mm-hmm. throw in something else and kind of change it up a little bit. And I very much appreciated that because there were yeah. times that there's so much coming at you that you kind of just kind of go numb to it all. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then they'll throw something in like a, all of a sudden you're playing a board game or whatever. Right. And I really liked that they did that. Yeah. It really helped the game quite a bit, in my opinion. <sighs> Do you want to go first? I can go first. Uh, <clears throat> I've already kind of alluded to it. There's not much that I didn't like about this game. Sometimes the throwing would get in the way because uh, it's the same as the fire button. So, you know, you're going to constantly be hitting that fire button the whole mm-hmm. time. So we were constantly accidentally throwing each other, too, at the same time. Yeah. Every once in a while, that would actually get me hurt, and it shouldn't. But what happens is, for example, if we're fighting a boss, and you accidentally throw me, uh-huh. like, under a boss, at first, it's not going to hurt me. But if I don't get out of the way in time, and I only have a split second to do it, I'm going to take some damage. Right. Or at another time, near the very beginning, I accidentally threw off the level. Yeah, you threw me off the level. <laughs> yeah, I threw yeah. you off the level. It is so easy to throw. It's yeah. a shoot button. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. So that's one thing I kind of had a love and hate with it. I like that you could throw, but I sort of hated that it was the same button as the shoot button. And I will say that's a non-issue in single player, so keep that in mind. Okay. This is this is all two players, the right. experience I had. Uh, I don't know how much fun I would have with this as a one player. I think I would still play it and enjoy it for the most part, but uh, I definitely do think two players are the way to go with this game 100%. Uh, so this game really benefits from being a two-player co-op game. Because it's the kind of games we love. and then, uh, I love the charm and the personality of this game quite a bit. That goes a long way with me. Yeah. Uh, Man, what do I want to give this game? It's head and shoulders better than any of the 41 we played the other night. <laughs> it's not even close. That's almost a slap in its face. Yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> uh, Man. I think I'm going to give this... A seven and a half. I feel very good about that. I love that it changes things up quite a bit. I feel this game is just right under being one of the epic greats. It's just it's right there, but it's just under that. Like I don't I still think Sonic's better than this, personally. That's just from a personal love of Sonic, so it might not yeah. even be fair. However, <clears throat> this game really surprised me. I didn't realize this was what this was. Mm-hmm. I'd heard of it. I love that this game takes chances. A lot of other games can learn a lot from this one, honestly, quite mm-hmm. a bit. I won't give it a seven and a half, but I kind of feel like if I play this again and again and again with somebody else, that score may even go up. So this one I really loved. I love that it kind of came out of nowhere. I really got the River City Ransom vibe from it because of that same yeah. thing. That's another game that I really love that I that one I hadn't even heard of before. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that's what I love about discovering these old games that I didn't discover when they came out. You can find some real uh, Genesis gems, uh-huh. <laughs> Aaron. That you know, <laughs> seven and a half. I feel is very, very good, and I I could be talked up to an eight pretty easily. To be honest with you. Uh, yeah. Um. 
I'll support what you're saying in that this is your only experience with the game. And if you ask me to just review my fun factor from what we had today, I actually think 7.5 is perfect. However, I have played this game before. And I don't think we made the wrong decision to play on easy because we we saw the whole game. We made it to the boss rush at the very end. I think we were on the next to last boss in the very final area. So we saw basically the whole game. And if we played on normal, we would not have seen that much. So I think that was the right decision for the review. But I'm just going to be honest. I think this game needs to be played on the normal difficulty. Yes, it's hard. But the bosses, when we were playing, you do almost become numb. Because it's just an assault on your senses. But without... It's only challenging because they take so long to kill. But if you play on normal, they've got all this other stuff going on. They're throwing stuff at you. They're taking on different forms. I think it's more skill-based. But also a heck of a lot harder. And if you're going to play single player, I think you're going to want to play on normal because you're just going to want to get in the zone. Um, it is tricky because this game is hugely critically acclaimed. And so that makes me want to be sure that I'm being fair because I don't just assume everybody else is wrong. When we were playing, I got the feeling... I love this game. Let me just say that. It's, it's right up my alley. I love action games. I love two-player games. But I made this comparison between uh, the new Sonic Mania game and Donkey Kong Country. I prefer the preciseness of Donkey Kong Country over the loosey-goosiness of Sonic Mania. And that's just a personal preference. I feel like Gunstar Heroes is sort of, maybe sort of the Sega mentality, you know? Like, Contra is very precise and almost pattern-based. And it's just as hard as Gunstar Heroes, but once you get the pattern down, you can get it. I feel like Gunstar Heroes... Uh, Almost like you're just going to get hit by some stuff. And you just have to accept that. That's why you have a big power bar. Um, but I think I slightly prefer the precision of a game like Contra. Slightly. To this where you're almost just like assaulted from all sides. And you just know you're going to get hit by stuff. And you just try to not get hit by so much stuff you die. Um, I appreciate it. But anyways. I'm rambling. I'm really struggling. Between 8 and 8.5. And I think this game is excellent. Like I said, my experience today playing on easy was slightly underwhelming because the bosses were kind of lame on easy. And this game is like 50% boss fights. No kidding. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go eight and a half because I played this game before. I know it's just that good. It really is. Um, and it really is good as a single player game on normal difficulty. I, I'm going to go with eight and a half. I think the only thing keeping it from even higher for me, because this is a masterpiece in a lot of ways. The only thing keeping it from higher is my personal preference to not be constantly assaulted. I prefer a little bit more precision <laughs> where you have a chance to really dodge stuff. And in this, I feel like you just have to, to kind of go with the flow. <laughs> but it's an amazing game. Which should be my, what, uh, more at my alley. But yeah, I don't know. I feel 7.5 is pretty fair. I'm going to go with 8.5 with the knowledge that the normal difficulty is where it's at. The easy usually, mode is just a good way to try the game. Usually you're tougher on games than I am. Yeah. I think this really is from my previous experience, because I totally agree. If I'd only had today's experience like you did, I think 7.5 is totally fair. Yeah, it's still a high score. But yeah. it just doesn't shine on easy difficulty. It really does take something away. So I, I kind of feel like I cheated you by <laughs> by letting us play on easy. But We we definitely wouldn't have seen as much as we but, got to see. Yeah, though. so it was the right decision. So there's a lot of little things I would have missed that I really loved about right. the game. I don't think we would have even made it to the board game level. We wouldn't have. And it's a, it's a fairly yeah. long game, so it's, you know, yeah, it is a lot what it, it is. Yeah. But I think it's an amazing game that you need to check out. But here's the kicker. Speaking of checking it out, how much does this game go for? Here's the thing. 
even with my review of an eight and a half, which is a must-play game, one of the highest reviews I've given in a long time, I don't know if I can recommend buying the physical cartridge because the cartridge only is going to set you back pretty close to 50 bucks. Yeah, that's a lot. A complete box like I have with the $12.99 sticker still on it <laughs> uh, is going to set you back close to 80 bucks. That is one of the most expensive games we played for the show. Yeah. Like you could have, I hate to say it, you could have the whole loose cart only Donkey Kong trilogy. Donkey Kong Country trilogy. Yeah. And I know there's no comparison, and that's a stupid comparison. You could have every Sonic game, including Sonic and Knuckles, um, for that price. I don't know. If you got everything else, and you got the money, sure. But I might, you know what, I would actually recommend, if you have a 3DS, you can download it for five bucks. It's oh, a 3D yeah. version. Yeah. Go for that. I'm pretty sure it's on most of the other consoles, too, like on their eShops or whatever they call them. This is one of those tough ones, because I think it's a very, very good game, but 80 bucks is a lot of money. It is. I mean, it's it's a classic for a reason. So I feel like it's almost like we're saying it's not worth eighty bucks. That's not it at all. We're just saying eighty dollars is a lot for any game. For any game, yeah. There's a couple games I would pay that for. If there's no other way to play it, but there's other ways to play it. There's other legal ways to play yeah. this game. Like, so like I you just said, that. the yeah. 3ds way. Yeah, five bucks. I mean, hundred percent is worth that Obviously. all day. In either way, case it's massively retro bliss approved. Oh yeah, very much so, so. Try it out any way you can. That's right. So, uh, Trevor, speaking of Gunstar Heroes, uh-huh. we're a couple of heroes, and when we we're are. heroes, uh, we're going to get some fan feedback. I'm glad you uh, gave me plenty of time. I can go first. I have mine up and ready to go. Oh, well, go ahead. Okay. You can go to Facebook uh, and join the community there. It's Retro Blessed on Facebook. Have fun with us. Uh, Trevor Mack. Trevor Mack. Trevor Mack. <laughs> yes, John? <laughs> I looked at you. It's off Timmy Mack. Because <laughs> he's the first name on here. So Trevor Mack. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Mack. Uh, Trevor Mack says, whoa, $12.99. That's heck of a deal. Trevor tells a sticker. Trevor, I don't even think I paid that because, like I said, I got it in a box of games. <laughs> Trevor Mack still has it on there. Uh, you don't have to read that part on the show, says Trevor Mack, but I did anyway. Good okay, well, my memories are more recent. I never played as a kid. I didn't either. Since I got my Genesis later, but I've played the game a lot now. It's a great run. It's a great, blah, 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 blah. It's a great run mm-hmm. gun. Made by Treasure with awesome graphics and music. Any retro gamer should 100% check it out. What do you guys think? We would have to agree. Mm-hmm. Andrew Coet, our buddy, says, I never played this gym growing up. I think it's a lot of people because it's such a late Genesis game. Yeah. I mean, I didn't play it till late 90s. Yeah. I was not even aware of its existence at the time. Same here. Uh, however, I have since delved into through the power of emulation. It mm-hmm. is a great game and on my list to buy. I am looking forward to hearing the thoughts of the definitive voices in all of retro gaming. I have a feeling you have already deemed it retro list approved. Well thought of there, uh, Andrew. And Rich VD says, one of my favorite games on the system. I'd never heard of anything about it in magazines until my friend brought it over one day. It was a great surprise. <clears throat> well, thank you, Johnny. I think everybody should head to Facebook uh-huh. and like Retro Blist. But what if I have Instagram? Then you should go to Instagram and follow Retro Blist. That's a good idea. I'm going to do it now. Seriously, do it. I did. I've already done it. Don't yell at me. So, Scalter, <laughs> our buddy Christopher Scholes, I'll yell at you if I want to. <laughs> he said, this game is super amazing. I was truly blown blown away by it as a kid. Yeah, I was blown away too. It still holds up pretty darn well today. (laughs) 
Can you imagine playing this game for the first time in 93, you know, before the PlayStation and everything came out? It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Terrifying. Ah, ah. It's an amazing co-op game. Love the side-scrolling shooting segment. Yeah, I said the same thing. I think he's talking about the, the space level. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Wait a minute. <laughs> Jerry Terrifying came back. Oh, have fun. Ah, ah. Have fun with that. That's a big, long paragraph. He said, actually, I have a lot to say about this game. <laughs> really good memories of beating this one with one of my friends a few years back. None of my friends are into games, so it's a rare thing to sit down with a bro and beat a game. The gameplay is stellar, and the mixing and matching of weapons, a lot of fun to experiment with. I think he's in weapons. Weapons. Mm-hmm. My voice is troubling today. Mm-hmm. Speaking English is hard for me. Um, <laughs> in general. The side-scrolling shoot 'em up level was awesome, too. One player flies, the other shoots, if memory serves. That's very much correct. Yeah. Reminds me of the Master System game Global Defense. Okay, there's a game I need to check out. That was me speaking, not him. Oh. <laughs> um, it has a two-player mode. It'll be funny if he mentioned that in his own comment. I have a bad habit of reading comments and not changing my voice at all when I start talking. That's right. So, but back to Jerry Terrifying. Yeah. He says, remind, blah, blah, blah. He says, it has a two-player mode where a player... Oh, he's talking about global defense. Yeah. Oh, man, i got to check this out. He said, it has a two-player mode where one flies, the other shoots. He says he would recommend it for the show if he wasn't a broke freeloader. He's referring to the fact that our patrons get to vote. Oh. Um, he said, you're both lucky to be able to play games with a bro. That's true. And I told him, hey, you're welcome to recommend any game you want to. We're not about the money here. Um, That's for sure. <laughs> and though technically only our $5 patrons get to vote every month, now that he's put that in my brain, we might still eventually cover it one day. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, hi, Ada. Who is that guy? Oh, yeah, Aaron Hickman. Oh, I've heard of him. He said, you can hear my opinion of this game on a very special Genesis Gems. Never heard of that show. And I, I told him I can't remember if we're feuding with Genesis Gems right now. We are. We are okay. Yeah. I told him I would uh I would just leave it at, to leave us a five star review and Genesis Gems. I'm kind of meeting in the middle ground, I guess. Yeah. Look, you should they're a great show, if I'm being honest. But we're just fighting with them now. Okay. Because I said we were. For I don't even remember the reason now. I'm but act- that's not important. I'm gonna to go to iTunes and retract my five star Genesis yeah, Gems. I'm gonna do the same. And I'm actually gonna go back and give them a Negative five star review, and it says uh, they're mean to retro blessed. I see. I was going to go for like three stars, like because that way people will pay attention to it. It's like, oh, this guy's he's thought about this. He's just giving them a mediocre review. Oh, I was going to write mine in all capital letters too, so I was, it was like, I meant real business, okay. not shouting, because I always think people were shouting when they're writing in all capital capital letters. Speaking of all capital letters, yeah. Uh, let's play a commercial. That's probably a good idea. Young Bobby Angles has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets Sega Genesis, the ultimate action system. And then he buys Mortal Kombat, the arcade edition, and the all-new Shinobi 3, and Marvel's X-Men. Now, things are pretty much okay. I said chocolate chip. See you. Our show flow today is, is horrendous. Can I say that? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you could say that in capital letters. And speaking It's of, horrendous! Speaking of horrendous. Uh-huh. Let's do this last thing. What last thing is that? Is it a what I'm thinking it is? <laughs> it is. Is it the <laughs> Bliss Quiz?
slipping to the end. Slipping. I'm sorry. Don't My eyes hurt. We don't apologize for nothing. This is free. If you don't like it, you can just go and shut up. <laughs> Unless you're on Patreon, and then we're sorry. And then you're paying. I take back what I just said, <laughs> and I love you dearly. So the Bliss Quiz. <laughs> That's right. Three questions each. We're going to challenge each other's wits, which won't take much today. Nope. Johnny, your first question. Yeah, hit me. I actually like my questions today. I think my sleep-deprived brain worked for once. I'll be the judge of if they're okay. good or not. So which of these, I looked up some reviews that were actually written back in 93 when this game came out. Oh, okay. Which of these is not a real line from a review back in 93 or 94? Okay. So, if you're itching for classic side-view shooting action, Gunstar Heroes wants you. I'm picking the one that's made up. Is that what you're, you're picking saying? the one that's made up. Okay. Gunstar Heroes sets new standards in the small character action game category for cartridge. Gunstar Heroes makes Contra look like contraband junk. <laughs> this cart represents the fact that the Genesis can still beat out the competition. Any guess? Uh, the, um, what was the second one again? Gunstar sets new standards in the small character action game category for cartridge. That feels worded very strangely. I'm good with that one. That one is real, and that's why I put it in there. Oh, that's it is worded weird. weird. Very weird. Yeah. So you tell me. Uh, the one that was made up was that it makes Contra look like contraband junk. This is the two I was trying to decide between. But that's, this, that was, <sighs> it's worth at the end. Who who's the review? So this is, is from this? Die Hard Game Fan, a defunct magazine. Oh, okay. In 1993, what does this mean? Small character action game category for cartridge. I don't know. That's specific. I didn't understand it. That category doesn't exist in my head. It sounds these like, aren't even small characters. It sounds almost as <laughs> like you know when uh, a lot of the Japanese games are translated to English. Yeah, and they didn't always just because they were translated to English. That wasn't how Americans talked. Right. You know I mean? That's kind of how it felt to me. Anyway. That's how it feels. Yeah. Trevor, I cleverly, and I do mean cleverly, for this bliss quiz, took the word heroes and ran with it. Okay. <laughs> so your first one is the IMDb game. Uh, the show Heroes, it was on mm-hmm. AB, uh, NBC for a while, uh, where d- people had powers and stuff like that. Uh, it lasted for th- four or so seasons. I don't actually know that. I know, I watched two seasons and kind of dropped off from it. But it was good while I watched it. Uh, over 212,000 people have reviewed this show and given mm-hmm. it a review of 1 to 10. Uh, what do you think their review was without going over? What's my range? like? 1 to 10. I mean, like, to get it right. Do I have to get it exact? Just don't go over it and I'll give it to you. Well, I could say one, then. I didn't think it's through very well, did I? Here, I'm going to help you out. How about I have to be within 0.5? Nope. <laughs> well, I'm going to try anyways. Instead of just saying one and being cheap. So, one to ten, don't go over. If you give it a 0.5, you get it. Yay. Okay. <laughs> I'll fix your question. You didn't fix it. 7.5. I, you would have got it anyway. You would have got it with the point one. It's 7.6. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very <laughs> nice. good. Okay, <laughs> your second question. Uh-huh. I'm doing good. I don't think you need to fix it. Nope. Which of these is false? <laughs> Richard Plus is a great show. Yes. <laughs> Richard Plus knows what they're doing. We're intelligent. Aww. Richard Plus flows beautifully. <laughs> okay. Is it false that Hitler was originally in this game? <laughs> is it false that a Sailor Moon rethemed version came out in Japan only? I want that to be true more than anything. Or is it false that the game was rejected by 12 Sega programmers due to the small sprites? Which, Which, two of these are true. Which one is false? Uh, The Sailor Moon one. That's right. Oh, sweet. Hitler was originally in the game. Uh, 
They kind of decided against it. And 12 Sega producers uh, rejected the game because of small sprites. I'm not sure what that even means in this case. It kind of reminds me of that last review you just read. <laughs> but when the producer who finally picked it, he, he said he wanted to go ahead with it. And his only request was to take the mustache off of the guy and not make him look so much like Hitler. <laughs> yeah. So good. You got a point. Three to one. The song Heroes by David Bowie. Originally, a lot of people have since covered it from Foo Fighters on up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, the first part of this lyric and you got to finish it. Oh, I'm terrible with lists, but let's go. For Here we it. go. Finish this lyric. Oh, we can be heroes. See, the version I'm remembering is from that Godzilla movie that everybody hated, I think. It's, just, it's a cover of Just it. for one day. That's the way I remembered it. That's it. Oh, wow. There you go. Nice. Yep, that was a cover of it. Very well done. Cool. So you got two. You're two for two. So your last question, you have to get this to Tommy, right? That's right. That is correct. So Green is the character who is uh, part of the family, whatever you call it, of the good guys. But he's kidnapped and I think brainwashed and forced to do terrible things. Okay. That's as much as I know because his story is very strange. Yeah. What does Green do at the very, very end of the game? Okay, I actually so, looked this up on YouTube. So we didn't even, we didn't see this. Yeah. Okay. If you actually manage to beat all those bosses, at the very last thing you see, does Green invite Red and Blue to his house for a barbecue? <laughs> does he ride off into the sunset? That first one sounds like a Mario ending. <laughs> except for there's cake. <laughs> so does he, uh, is it the barbecue? Does sunset. he ride off into the sunset? Or does he blow himself up? I'm going to go from how this game feels that he blows himself up. <laughs> yes. Does he? <laughs> so they did all this. Green is saved. And, and I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but he blows himself up oh, as man. a penance, basically. Oh, that's and sad. red or blue were screaming, no, don't do it, Green. And that's the ending. <laughs> well, Trevor, you could win if you get this one right. Yeah, we're tied right now. This is the eBay game. Oh, no. Uh, you got to get within $5. Thank you for a range. Yeah, I actually had this one already oh, set oh. out. This question, I didn't break at the very beginning, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, you can get the complete series of Hogan's Heroes, that is 27 discs. Wow. Uh, from Barnes & Noble. Barnes I'm even Noble. giving you the place. Wow. Uh, the list price is $79.99. However, they have a sale price going on. Trevor, how much is a 27 disc set of Hogan's Heroes going for? Buy it now price on eBay. So random. It has the word heroes at it. I know. So it's not nearly as random as you think, my friend. So Barnes & Noble, I'm mm-hmm. thinking it's not going to be like stupid cheap, but you said it's on sale. I have to be within $5. That's right. It's list price was seventy nine ninety nine, Including shipping, I assume? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming so. Okay. I'm going to go fifty seven ninety nine. Trevor, you, sir, have failed. We oh. have tied. Uh, you weren't too far off, however. It was thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, wow. Well, ending in a tie for a lackluster episode. Yep, for a show I never watched. Awesome. Did you ever watch Hogan's Heroes? No, I didn't. I don't think I did either. Couldn't tell you what it's about. It I always assume that much. I always assumed when Hulk Hogan was a good guy. It was, yeah. And all his friends were heroes with him. They go around saving children and kittens from trees. It was actually the sequel to Gunstar Heroes. I would <laughs> if it took Gunstar Heroes and put Hulk Hogan from the eighties in it, I'm all aboard. Yep. <laughs> I'm all aboard, brother. I'm all for that one. 
Hundred percent. I take my vegetables and stuff for that. <laughs> would you? I would. I, I was just listening to you drone on. I forgot we still have to do our Patreon shoutouts. That's right. Go ahead, Trevor. Patreon shoutouts. Uh, let's give them some awesome wrestling names. Go for it. So these fine people have given us at least a dollar on Patreon.com. All these people would be awesome and help uh, Hulk Hogan in the sequel to Gunstar Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. Daniel Chavez. Daniel uh, DDT Chavez. Michael T. Humpelson. Uh, Michael uh, Tomahawk Chop Slam Thompson. Timothy McGowan. Uh, Timothy uh, Mighty Beast Rocks McGowan. Okay. Andrew Cood. <laughs> Andrew, how could you could? Sorry, Andrew. Caleb Dixon. Caleb. <laughs> Christopher M. Skulls. Caleb, I'm saving you. I'm saving you from Johnny. He's looping. What was the new one? Christopher M. Skulls. Christopher uh, Super Slam Duck Skulls. That's a basketball move. That's how good I am at this. Jason Wilson. Jason. Oh, man. Uh, Wrist Lock Wilson. I got that one. Nice. Bullseye. Keith Farnham. Oh, there's more. Goodness gracious. That's it. Uh, Keith. Oh, gosh, what's a wrestling move? Forearm Farnham. Nice. Booyah. Two in a row. I win this game I made up that nobody cares about. Thank you, Johnny. And I'm going to end this episode in That's the best possible way. And that is just shutting up and ending it. No, I'm going to beg people. Listen, people. <laughs> it's been way too long since we've had an iTunes review. Somebody go into iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Give us a reason to continue on with this dredge. Or I'm going to, I'm going to fire Johnny. <laughs> you can't fire me. No. I'm half of this. Uh, we're the only podcast. That I want to fire our producer, which means the show would be over. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> we're the only show that would not only come out and suggest you buy a box of our cereal that we cry into every day, <laughs> but we'll outright beg for reviews because that's yes. the kind of show we are. Yeah, it, it just lifts my spirits when I see a new iTunes review. My spirits haven't been lifted for a while now, <laughs> so do it. Thank everybody. Thank everybody, John. <laughs> You know what? No, they don't deserve it. Have we gotten any new reviews? Nope. nope. Are we crying into our cereal boxes? Yes. So no, no new, re- no. I about said no new reviews for them. You know what? I will review them. You all right now are doing a terrible job. Uh, Two point five out of five stars. But give us five stars because Trevor won't stop begging for it. <laughs> Try the Super Mario cereal. It's pretty decent. Yeah. You know what? I gave the Super Mario cereal the same review that I gave. Oh, goodness. Why would anybody review this show or donate to this show? Because when we we're review lovable. cereal and Gunstar Heroes in equal fashion. Because we're lovable scum. Scams? Scum? I thought you were going to say scum. <laughs> about dead. Lovable scum. We're lovable scum. Well, see you scummy fans later. We love you all. Take care, blisters. <laughs>